This is Winning Cures Everything. Here's your host, Gary Seegers. Happy Monday. It is April 22nd. I am your host, Gary Seegers. You can follow me on Twitter at GaryWCE. You can follow the show at Winning Cures or on Facebook or YouTube or Spotify or Apple Pod, whatever your favorite podcast app is. Uh, subscribe, follow, share that bad boy out, help us out, get the word out. We appreciate you jumping in with us. Hopefully everybody had a happy Easter. Everybody got to see family and, and do whatever it is that you do for the Easter holiday. Uh, my wife was out of town for the first part of the day, so I got to sleep in a little bit. It was kind of nice. Uh, as always, go over to the website, winningcureseverything.com. Here is the rundown for today's show. And yes, we have a little bit different uh, layout uh, hopefully you guys like it. Let me know what you think. You can always comment in. You can uh, leave comments, leave reviews, all those wonderful things. On today's show, we're talking about the Wonderlick scores that got leaked out for the NFL draft. Peyton Manning says no to Monday Night Football. We'll discuss what that means, etc. And Amazon and ESPN Plus are at play for the Sunday ticket. Um, and then I'll have some daily picks. So last week was down... $98 after a full week of bets. Bet over $2,300 and was down only 100 So I, that's not great, but okay. Um, the show brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Promo code WCE50 is going to get you a 50% deposit bonus. Go check that out. It's the best online sports book for recreational gamblers. Just, you know, you want to toss 10 bucks on a game, that kind of thing. That is your spot. MyBookie.ag Promo code WCE50. Go take a look for yourself. They've got a great layout, great odds, all those things. MyBookie.ag, promo code WCE50. Uh, first topic for today, the NFL Draft Wonderlick scores were leaked out. Uh, Bob McGinn, formerly of the uh, Wisconsin Journal Sentinel. He's, uh, I think, so Mike has jumped in on YouTube. He likes the topics on the side. Glad that you guys like it. Let me know if there are things that uh, that we need to change. On it, but uh, but yeah. So Bob McGinn, formerly of the Wisconsin Journal Sentinel, he uh he now starts or he has a site with his son called Bob McGinn Football. Every year, he's the one that gets the Wonderlick scores that are leaked out. Um, it, it, I'm only going to go through a few of these, but pay attention because Dan Marino got a 16 on the Wonderlick. Ryan Fitzpatrick got a 48. That is the highest ever for a quarterback. So some of these numbers. Look a little crazy, but uh, and and you can go find them. They're uh, they're over at his website, Bob McGinn Sports. You'll have to pay for that. Uh, I think they're up in the message board at orangemain.com, uh, and that's the uh, the Denver Broncos uh, online you know fan site. So orangemain.com has got them all. But uh, but yeah, some of the the lower numbers are the surprising ones, right? Riley Ridley got a nine. Um, Let's see, Daryl Henderson, running back out of Memphis, got a 12. Uh, Rashawn Gary, defensive lineman out of Michigan, got a 9. Kenan Williams from Alabama, defensive lineman, got an 11. Josh Allen out of Kentucky got a 15. Uh, as far as quarterbacks go, that's what everybody wants to know, right? That's the leader of your football team. You know, that's, that's the scores that you really want to know about. Ryan Finley from NC State, uh, he scored a 28 the first time. He got a 43 on the retest. Kyler Murray got a 20 
Dwayne Haskins, another big name, supposed to be a first-round pick, got a 25 on it. Uh, Daniel Jones, a 37. Gardner Minshew from Washington State got a 42. But, again, the thing to pay attention to here is these scores don't equate to success. Uh, the other side of this, the the Kyler Murray thing, the 20 is is not the issue as far as uh, him possibly not going number one. Who was it? that uh, Pete Prisco. Pete Prisco reported Sunday that Cardinals ownership floated the idea of drafting Murray in an attempt to generate excitement among the fan base, which in turn would help sell more tickets because they've been having a problem selling tickets. Um, not after after getting the uh, desired reaction, after not getting the desired reaction, Prisco said the Cardinals are no longer planning to select the Heisman Trophy winner with the top pick. Uh, the ownership pushed for Kyler Murray. That much I know. I was told that, Prisco said on CBS, uh, CBS Sports HQ. And the reason they did is they were having a hard time selling tickets. Well, they put it out there, and Arizona fans were lukewarm to it, so now all of a sudden they're pulling back from what I've been told. They're going to go in a different direction. They're not going to draft Kyler Murray, which is great other than the fact that you have absolutely left your top 10 franchise quarterback, uh, Josh Rosen, out in the wind for months now. You've had him on the trade block. The guy has deleted everything out of his uh, social media accounts about the Cardinals. Uh, I don't know how you can go back to a guy that is supposed to be your leader, especially a young guy, and tell him, no, 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 you're our guy. We were we were just messing around. That doesn't normally work. So if they don't go quarterback in this draft, very soon they're going to have to anyway. There's no way this guy re-signs with them. I don't believe. I, if I were Rosen, I'd be demanding a trade right now just to hold their feet over the fire. But maybe that's just me. So... What they did with Josh Rosen was absolutely wrong if they did not talk to him about what they were doing with Kyler Murray. That's that's just not a very well-run organization. And you can tell it by the way that they handled this situation because that was absolute crap. But as far as the wonderlet goes, Kyler Murray, only a 20. Uh, the, the best score, Ryan Finley. He'll probably be a second-round, third-round guy. Gardner Minshew uh, with a 42. Daniel Jones with a 37. Uh, some other first-round guys. Uh, Drew Locke with a 26. Uh, Dwayne Haskins a 25. Tyree Jackson, maybe a second-round guy uh, with a 25. Jared Stidham a 27. Brett Ripon 28. Will Greer at 30. Trace McSorley, 31. Clayton Thorson at 32. Uh, Easton Stick from North Dakota State got a 32 as well. Let's uh, Let's move on to the next topic. Peyton Manning says no to Monday Night Football. Mike Florio of ProFootballTalk.com reports that, barring a miracle, Peyton Manning is not going to be in the booth for ESPN. Um, Mike jumps in on YouTube. Rosen's not very smart if he really thinks deleting posts. Uh, what was his wonderlick? Rosen actually had a, a high wonderlick, and I don't remember exactly what it was. But uh, but he he didn't delete posts. He just deleted anything that had to do with Arizona from his page, any pictures, uh, anything that said that he was the quarterback. I'm just saying Rosen uh, Rosen is smart, but what the Cardinals did to him in this pre-draft process was really, really crappy. <laughs> we'll go there. So back to Peyton Manning. 
Mike Florio said that uh, that Manning is not going to be in the booth, barring a miracle. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. But the reason behind Manning not wanting to be in the booth on Monday Night Football is he does not want to commentate games while Eli is still playing, which is, I guess, fair. They, the Cardinals, sorry, the uh, the Giants have got two games on Monday Night Football this year. I could see where that would be a little bit uncomfortable for him. Besides, what does Peyton Manning have to gain from this? He's already mega famous. He's already got a ton of endorsement contracts, a ton of advertising deals. The guy gets to do whatever he wants to. So it's ESPN that needs him. They need a name to come in and and I don't think I don't think you actually have to have a name, right? You just need somebody that is good. Somebody that's entertaining that knows what they're doing. And while we know that Peyton Manning can do that, I don't know that there's not a ton of other guys out there that you can call in to go over things with them and see if they fit the bill without having to pay an astronomical figure because they would have to pay $10 million plus to get Peyton Manning just to get him to come off the couch and even talk to you. So uh, an announcement is going to happen for the ESPN Monday Night Football booth within the next three weeks because they have an upfront presentation for advertisers that begins on May 13th. So they should have something done between now and then. If I'm ESPN and I, I think that Peyton Manning will come and do this as soon as Eli retires, I am. if I'm ESPN, I'm calling the Giants. I am begging them to take a quarterback in the first round. And I am begging them to find a way to talk Eli into retiring sooner than later, right? Leave him on as a consultant. Leave him on as whatever you got to do. But if I'm ESPN and I really think that I've got a shot with Peyton Manning, I am begging Eli Manning to retire. That's what I'm doing. Uh, next up, Amazon and ESPN Plus are at play for the Sunday ticket. That is uh, based on last week. AT&T dropped the NFL Network from UVerse and DirecTV Now last week, just abruptly. There's a... Uh, Contract negotiations that are not going well over uh, over NFL Network and among other things. NFL has been with DirecTV since 1994 for the Sunday ticket. However, the rights for that can be split between streaming rights and satellite rights. Now, DirecTV can keep the satellite rights, but you would no longer have to get DirecTV to get Sunday ticket, which... I think would make the NFL even bigger than it already is. Amazon, we have been talking about for a while as being a potential partner for the NFL for their uh, out-of-market games. The ESPN Plus thing is new. ESPN or Disney announced last week that they plan to have between 8 and 12 million subscribers for ESPN Plus by 2024. That is five years from now. So... Right now, they are at 2 million subscribers. And they did that since last May, I believe it was. So in less than a year, they've gotten 2 million subscribers. Well, they would need to... Uh, seven. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, they would need to quadruple that, uh, quintuple that, over the next five years. I think it's entirely possible if you offer that as part of your package. If ESPN Plus which they're going to combine that with Hulu and Disney Plus and whatever else, right? They're going to package all of these together and sell it as a bundle if you want that, 
or you can buy each individual one a la carte, which would be great. I would pay up to 15, 20 bucks a month for ESPN Plus if I can get the NFL Sunday ticket with it. Like that's that's a no-brainer for me. I would absolutely pay that. Uh, right now I'm paying five bucks and some months it's worth it, some months it's not. The UFC stuff is cool, but uh, we'll see. College football season, we'll see what kind of uh, what kind of games they have on and whatnot. But right now, five bucks is okay, right? I mean, you you spend that on on a fast food meal. So, ESPN Plus being in on this is a major get if they can make it happen. And we'll see because ESPN is doing everything that they can to get back in the good graces of the NFL after that whole crap storm that happened uh, with the former president, right? Former president of the network, uh, he wanted to promote the NBA. Now they've got Jimmy Pitaro in, and he understands that for sports, NFL is king. You have to have a good relationship with the NFL if you want your franchise, if you want your channel, your, uh, your company to do well in the sports universe. So... I mean, on, on top of other things, they have ESPN and ABC running two different broadcasts of the NFL draft this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. That's kind of a big deal, right? You're going to get a ton of new people that are following for the the human element, the stories behind the guys that will be on ABC, and then you've got the actual football guys that are discussing what it means for teams and everything else on ESPN's channel. So... A lot to discuss with that. Uh, let's move on to the daily picks before we get out of here. Da-da, let me pull this up. And all right, so I've got six picks for this evening. Phillies Mets, no score, the first inning. I've got 50 bucks on that. The odds are minus 130. Uh, Bucks first half money line and the Rockets full game money line. Uh, I'm parlaying those two together. 100 bucks on that. Uh, it's plus 100 odds on it. Brewers first five team total is over four and a half. I've got fifty bucks on that at minus one twenty. Twins first five plus half a run, so basically either tie or winning uh, after the first five innings. Fifty bucks at minus one fifty. Uh, Rockets and Jazz under two fourteen and a half for the game. I've got twenty five bucks on that at minus one ten. Uh, I like it. Don't feel great about it. Whatever. Carolina Hurricanes, money line against the Caps tonight. Uh, NHL, I'm in. I am sold on this game. I think the Hurricanes are are winning this one at home. Uh, 100 bucks on that one at minus 105. That is our picks for the evening. You can find the picks over at winningcureseverything.com. Go up to the navigation bar, click on gambling picks. They'll have them all right there. You can click on the spreadsheet if you want to, uh, or you can just look at the picks right there on the screen. Super simple. We appreciate you guys for hanging out with us today. If you would, share out the show. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow us, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, uh, whatever your whatever your taste is. Uh, but we do appreciate you guys, and we will see you again tomorrow. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us.